Welcome to Pilgrim Lost. Come walk with us while we explore life in hopeful motion. Hello and happy new year. Happy, happy 2022, everybody. All my fellow pilgrims out there, this is Tony. I hope you're well. Happy, happy new year. Uh, I want to talk about happiness for a little bit here. This episode really is just an introduction to the new season and a chance to say hello. But happiness is a word that I, in my upbringing, I was told to not trust it. Everyone throws around the word happy an awful lot, but happy was not a valuable word. Happy was a child's word. Happy was a birthday party word. It wasn't a, wasn't a real word. It wasn't a serious word. It wasn't a word that people of substance used. Maybe the kind of people that we're trying to become here in the Pilgrim Lost community. Uh, meaning was a good word. Purpose was a good word. Connection was a good word. But happy? Happy seems a little thin. Uh, when Plato talked about the three great virtues, the good, the true, and the beautiful, it didn't include happy. Um, I've read the Bible a fair amount, and I'm not sure Jesus ever used the word happy. Um, nor do I know of any case where Muhammad used the word or any of the other sort of great meaning writers in human history. And yet we love to use the term. Now, recently, I was in Costa Rica, actually. I was in Costa Rica with my family for Christmas, which pretty fantastic thing. My, my boys, my teenage boys wanted to go surfing. And if you do a little bit of research, it's amazing that you can take a trip to Costa Rica for a little more than what least we would normally spend on Christmas for presents and experiences and events around Christmas and all that sorts of stuff. We were able to take a week in Costa Rica, live on the beach and go surfing every day with an instructor. Pretty great. And I will tell you this, Every afternoon, including Christmas Day, I stood in the water up to my chest, taking a break from surfing myself, and stood in the water with my iPhone and just took videos and pictures of my three boys riding the waves. And the feeling I had inside of me was distinctly close to happiness, I must admit. I'd love to say it was joy or it was peace or maybe some more profound word or word that we find in a Christmas song, but it felt like happiness. One of the interesting things about Costa Rica that I did that I discovered when I was there is that Costa Rica is one of the places where National Geographic has done its research around longevity. I've talked before on the podcast about the blue zones, these nine values that National Geographic has surfaced by looking at these communities around the world where people live to be over 100 years old at four times the rate of a middle-class American, for instance. And they've done research to try and figure out what it is that leads to long life. And they've come up with these nine principles. And Costa Rica happens to be one of their research center centers for these principles. And so much so that I actually found a, a National Geographic Blue Zones store 
in the airport in Liberia, Costa Rica, believe it or not. And in that store, I came across a book I hadn't seen before called The Blue Zones of Happiness. So suddenly National Geographic has moved beyond the longevity game and they've moved into the happiness game. Though Plato may not have been into happiness, apparently National Geographic is. And so I bought the book and I am currently reading about happiness, which is a little bit of swallowing my pride, I must admit, because of my upbringing and this idea that happiness is a thin word, a child's word. It's not a word to focus on. So I'm reading about the Blue Zones of Happiness. You can get the book on Amazon or whatever. Um, I've really enjoyed, I've read multiple of the Blue Zones books and found them very, very helpful. So I thought I'm going to give this a try. And one of the things that they do in the Blue Zones of Happiness is they have you take a happiness test at the beginning of the book before you read about these particularly happy places around the world. They, they feature a, an area of Denmark, they feature an area in Singapore, an area in Costa Rica, and how these areas have been scientifically determined to be particularly happy. And then what are the values, what are the lifestyle principles, whatever, that lead to this so sensation of happiness, and I, I have to assume it's an existential sensation of happiness, but somehow science thinks that it can decode an existential experience. So uh, I took the test for myself. I won't necessarily tell you my score, but um, I am reasonably but not incredibly happy, I guess, is about where I ended up. But when I was reading through this test, and the test is about 40 items, I may... I noticed something that I think might be germane to our conversation as we talk about the life of a pilgrim, both the experience of taking great pilgrimages in places like northern Spain, Portugal. Uh, in, a, in a few weeks, uh, my friend Dale McFerrin is going to come on the podcast talking about a pilgrimage he took through Austria, Slovenia, and Italy and what that experience was like. Uh, next week on the podcast, we're going to have Justin and Patrick from the fantastic documentary feature film, I'll Push You. Um, they, they will be on the podcast sharing about their experiences, the sensation of loyalty and connectedness and community on the Camino de Santiago. But when we go on these trips and have these experiences, or when we try and live the the pilgrim experience back home in the mundane, in the everyday, which is really the goal of this community, is to try and figure out how to be a, a pilgrim every day, if that's even possible. Um, the reality is, is that on the Camino, I think most people would say that they experience a sensation of contentment, of peace, of pleasure, of pride, of purpose, that these are sensations that people feel and feelings are important. And when I was reading through this list, I was amazed at how many of the traits are true of walking the Camino. Here are some of the things that they ask you if they're true of you. Do you work less than 40 hours a week? Do you spend less than one hour watching TV or playing video games per day? Do you spend at least three hours per day socializing with people whose company you enjoy? Do you have people in your life you can confide in after a difficult day? 
you get at least 30 minutes of physical activity daily. 30 minutes. You practice religion at least every month. Okay, this is a scientific organization listing that as one of the traits that's supposed to be a quality of a happy life or lead to a happy sensation. Your commute to work is less than 15 minutes. You regularly treat yourself to new experiences. One of my favorite parts of pilgriming. You have a lot of freedom and control in the work that you do. You meditate at least once per week. You live in a place free of noise and traffic sounds. Your home has good natural light, the sensation of the sun, experiencing the sun. You have plants, a fish tank, or live near a park that you have access to. You have clear life goals and monitor your progress. You get at least seven hours of sleep a night. That's just a few of the things that, according to National Geographic, are foundational to living a happy life. There are certainly things in there that I strive to incorporate in my life. And those things I just read, which were about half of the qualities, maybe a little more than half of the qualities on the test, are things that I strive to incorporate. Um, Not because I want to be happy, but because I believe that those are the things that lead to purpose and meaning and me feeling like a well-rounded, holistic human being. And now I have the endorsement of National Geographic to move forward and I might actually experience happiness. So this is season three of Pilgrim Lost. I'm so thankful that you have walked with us and continue to walk with us along the way. There have been some great changes going on and some sad changes. I'm very happy to say that my friend Mark Portrait, who, um, if you went on the Portland pilgrimage that we did around the city, uh, Mark joined us on that. But Mark has come on as a producer, so it'll be great to have just some help because putting together a podcast is not an easy process. We're so thankful to all of you who are on Patreon and contributing to the podcast Uh, just want you to know that none of that money goes in our pocket. It's all just to cover overhead expenses for keeping the website alive and going, keeping the podcast moving. And we're so thankful for your support there. And, um, please, please continue to interact with us now that Mark is here. Uh, he's probably going to be the one who's answering emails initially when you write in with your ideas and your thoughts, give us your thoughts on happiness. Tell me where I'm off base, please, please. Give me your thoughts. Maybe maybe you're a sociologist who has studied happiness and you want to come in and give us an earful on how happiness is not a child's word. It's not just a, a birthday party word, that it's actually something really important. I would love to hear that perspective. And I think all of us, uh, all of us pilgrims would love to hear that perspective. So keep writing, keep engaging. Uh, it's going to be a great year uh, in next week. So very quickly, we're going to have another episode out again. That'll be Justin and Patrick from the film. I'll push you. You can find I'll push you really anywhere. You can go to their website. Just put I'll push you into your browser and it'll take you to their website. And you can order the film there on their website or you can watch it through Amazon or other portals. I will tell you this is that uh, Justin and Patrick are raising money to send kids with muscular dystrophy to camp. 
They're currently raising money. And one of the ways they raise money is by getting people to rent the movie through their website. And so that's an exciting process. They're hoping to raise a million dollars to help kids. Very exciting process. And uh, please watch I'll Push You. Probably even try and watch it before next week's episode because um, it'll be even that much more rich if you know their story, if you see the life that they've lived. Thank you all. Appreciate you. I hope we continue to get lost together over the next few months and years. And I hope we really get to explore life and hope for the Thank you for walking with us. To stay connected, visit us at pilgrimlost.com. Please comment, share, and respond.